section ten of cain by jean toomer this librivox recording is in the public domain fern face flowed into her eyes flowed in soft cream foam and plaintive ripples in such a way that wherever your glance may momentarily have rested it immediately thereafter wavered in the direction of her eyes the soft suggestion of down slightly darkened like the shadow of a bird's wing might the creamy brown colour of her upper lip why after noticing it you sought her eyes i cannot tell you her nose was aquiline semitic if you have heard a jewish cantor sing if he has touched you and made your own sorrow sing trivial when compared with his you will know my feeling when i follow the curves of her profile like mobile rivers to their common delta they were strange eyes in this that they sought nothing that is nothing that was obvious and tangible and that one could see and they gave the impression that nothing was to be denied when a woman seeks you will have observed her eyes deny fern's eyes desired nothing that you could give her there was no reason why they should withhold men saw her eyes and fooled themselves fern's eyes said to them that she was easy when she was young a few men took her but got no joy from it and then once done they felt bound to her quite unlike their hit and run with other girls felt as though it would take them a lifetime to fulfil an obligation which they could find no name for they became attached to her and hungered after finding the barest trace of what she might desire as she grew up new men who came to town felt as almost every one did who ever saw her that they would not be denied men were everlastingly bringing her their bodies something inside of her got tired of them i guess for i am certain that for the life of her she could not tell why or how she began to turn them off a man in fever is no trifling thing to send away they began to leave her baffled and ashamed yet vowing to themselves that some day they would do some fine thing for her send her candy every week and not let her know whom it came from watch out for her wedding day and give her a magnificent something with no name on it buy a house and deed it to her rescue her from some unworthy fellow who had tricked her into marrying him as you know men are apt to idolize or fear that which they cannot understand especially if it be a woman she did not deny them yet the fact was that they were denied a sort of superstition crept into their consciousness of her being somehow above them being above them meant that she was not to be approached by any one she became a virgin now a virgin in a small southern town is by no means the usual thing if you will believe me that the sexes were made to mate is the practice of the south particularly black folks were made to mate and it is black folks whom i have been talking about thus far what white men thought of fern i can arrive at only by analogy they let her alone 
any one of course could see her could see her eyes if you walked up the dixie pike most any time of day you'd be most like to see her resting listless-like on the railing of her porch back propped against a post head tilted a little forward because there was a nail in the porch post just where her head came which for some reason or other she never took the trouble to pull out her eyes if it were sunset rested idly where the sun molten and glorious was pouring down between the fringe of pines or maybe they gazed at the grey cabin on the knoll from which an evening folk-song was coming perhaps they followed a cow that had been turned loose to roam and feed on cotton stalks and corn leaves like as not they'd settle on some vague spot above the horizon though hardly a trace of wistfulness would come to them if it were dusk then they'd wait for the searchlight of the evening train which you could see miles up the track before it flared across the dixie pike close to her home wherever they looked you'd follow them and then waver back like her face the whole countryside seemed to flow into her eyes flowed into them with the soft listless cadence of george's south a young negro once was looking at her spellbound from the road a white man passing in a buggy had to flick him with his whip if he was to get by without running him over i first saw her on her porch i was passing with a fellow whose crusty numbness i was from the north and suspected of being prejudiced and stuck up was melting as he found me warm i asked him who she was that spurn was all that i could get from him some folks already thought that i was given to nosing around i let it go at that so far as questions were concerned but at first sight of her i felt as if i heard a jewish cantor sing as if his singing rose above the unheard chorus of a folk-song and i felt bound to her i too had my dreams something i would do for her i have knocked about from town to town too much not to know the futility of mere change of place besides picture if you can this cream-coloured solitary girl sitting at a tenement window looking down on the indifferent throngs of harlem better that she listened to folk songs at dusk in georgia you would say and so would i or suppose she came up north and married even a doctor or a lawyer say one who would be sure to get along that is make money you and i know who have had experience in such things that love is not a thing like prejudice which can be bettered by changes of town could men in washington chicago or new york more than the men of georgia bring her something left vacant by the bestowal of their bodies you and i who know men in these cities will have to say they could not see her out and out a prostitute along state street in chicago see her move into a southern town where white men are more aggressive see her become a white man's concubine something i must do for her there was myself what could i do for her talk of course push back the fringe of pines upon new horizons to what purpose and what for her myself men in her case seemed to lose their selfishness i lost mine before i touched her i ask you friend it makes no difference if you sit in the pullman or the jim crow as the train crosses her road what thoughts would come to you that is after you'd finished with the thoughts that leap into men's minds at the sight of a pretty woman who will not deny them what thoughts would come to you had you seen her in a quick flash keen and intuitively as she sat there on her porch when your train thundered by would you have got off at the next station and come back for her to take her where 
would you have completely forgotten her as soon as you reached macon atlanta augusta pasadena madison chicago boston or new orleans would you tell your wife or sweetheart about a girl you saw your thoughts can help me and i would like to know something i would do for her one evening i walked up the pike on purpose and stopped to say hello some of her family were about but they moved away to make room for me damn if i knew how to begin would you mr and miss so-and-so people the weather the crops the new preacher the frolic the church benefit rabbit and possum hunting the new soft drink they had at old pap's store the schedule of the trains what kind of town macon was negroes migration north foal weevils syrup the bible to all these things she gave a yes sir or nas sir without further comment i began to wonder if perhaps my own emotional sensibility had played one of its tricks on me let's take a walk i at last ventured the suggestion coming after so long an isolation was novel enough i guess to surprise but it wasn't that something told me that men before me had said just that as a prelude to the offering of their bodies i tried to tell her with my eyes i think she understood the thing from her that made my throat catch vanished its passing left her visible in a way i thought but never seen we walked down the pike with people on all the porches gaping at us doesn't it make you mad she meant the row of petty gossiping people she meant the world through a canebrake that was ripe for cutting the branch was reached under a sweet gum tree and where reddish leaves had dammed the creek a little we sat down dusk suggesting the almost imperceptible procession of giant trees settled with a purple haze about the cane i felt strange as i always do in georgia particularly at dusk i felt that things unseen to men were tangibly immediate it would not have surprised me had i had a vision people have them in georgia more often than you would suppose a black woman once saw the mother of christ and drew her in charcoal on the courthouse wall when one is on the soil of one's ancestors most anything can come to one from force of habit i suppose i held fern in my arms that is without at first noticing it then my mind came back to her her eyes unusually weird and open held me held god he flowed in as i have seen the countryside flow in seen men i must have done something what i don't know in the confusion of my emotion she sprang up rushed some distance from me fell to her knees and began swaying swaying her body was tortured with something it could not let out like boiling sap it flooded arms and fingers till she shook them as if they burned her it found her throat and spattered inarticulately in plaintive convulsive sounds mingled with calls to christ jesus and then she sang brokenly a jewish cantor singing with a broken voice a child's voice uncertain or an old man's dusk hid her i could hear only her song it seemed to me as though she were pounding her head in anguish upon the ground i rushed to her she fainted in my arms there was talk about her fainting with me in the cane field and i got one or two ugly looks from town men who'd set themselves up to protect her in fact there was talk of making me leave town but they never did they kept a watch out for me though shortly after i came back north from the train window i saw her as i crossed her road saw her on her porch head tilted a little forward 
where the nail was eyes vaguely focused on the sunset saw her face flow into them the countryside and something that i call god flowing into them nothing ever really happened nothing ever came to fern not even i something i would do for her some fine unnamed thing and friend you she is still living i have reason to know her name against the chance that you might happen down that way is fernie may rosen end of section ten